I think we're living in historic times and I want to know what you're thinking about a lot right now, because, you know, each of us, we are very much in the entrepreneurship world, very much in the building world and in learning about AI, learning how we can implement these techs. Um, and I'm just curious as to like what your corner of the universe has in store. And I think we'll explore like how each of our sides relate, right. And, and what we're both finding interesting. Um, so I guess just to start, what do you spend a lot of time thinking about right now? Yeah, um, I think a lot about the future of business. I think how that is going to evolve over the next decade. Um, you know, you have a bunch of different methods of doing business that come about, but ultimately, you know, it's that evergreen, you know, like, to give an example, like I work a lot in e-commerce and at the end of the day, it's just about like, okay, how do you bring the best customer experience with the tools that we have? Um, you know, very broadly speaking, you know, a good e-commerce store now seems to be going into the direction of like you're building that, um, you know, customer loyalty through building good branding, good messaging, good way of connecting. Um, so I really think about uh, broadly, like, you know, what is the best way of doing business these days? Uh, not just trying to like chase what's a hot industry, but like even something that is particular to me, uh, how can I use the tools that are at my disposal? And as far as the environment to do business, like say whoever is running the country or wherever the economy is at, this is going to sound weird, but I don't pay that much attention uh, to it because I feel like um, either I'm, I could either be justifying reasons as to why I'm not going to succeed. You know, if I if I had to leave, oh, 2022 um, is going to be a bad year to do business, so I'm not even going to bother to like you know start this company and you know start these brands you know i'm not even going to go all in I, I feel like that's uh that's not that's not a good a good state of mind to be in but to do pay attention to any possible you know any red flags that are currently present that could you know make something challenging in the next year or the following years to come uh yes i think that, that that's good but something that has already been told by the media by the news i feel like you sh if you didn't see that coming then like you just gotta pay more attention um but yeah honestly i mean the, the broad the broad news is not something that i really pay too much attention to these days i'm more concerned about like the clients that i have now and you know what's uh what's been working in the space and um you know whoever is running the country like personally i mean it's also because i mean for right now like i am not like that like i'm not rich you know like i'm not like super rich to like be like okay i have like all this money invested in all these different spaces and you know whoever is in congress has like some somewhat of a influence on my money so like i'm not there yet so like that's why i'm not really that like that too much concern on macroeconomics right now um, mm -hmm. more of like what's happening with my clients, what's happening in the space. And uh, just, just for some contents, when you say clients, can you kind of get into what exactly you're doing right oh, yeah, now? Sorry, yeah, yeah. And so also e how is AI? Yeah, good. Yeah. So we're on an e-commerce development agency, uh, basically, you know, doing Shopify development uh, for Shopify brands. Um, and, you know, this is something that I got into because I saw there was a gap in, uh you know get, bringing customized experience to shopify like there are many ways to build something custom but it involves code and there's also a lot of different 
uh, you know, brands that need dif different uh, things that are not just going to come standard with Shopify. So that's how I got into that space. But basically, e-commerce development, uh, and also as a web developer, I make like little side projects, um, like you know, apps that you know you have seen, like uh, this new one uh, that is for making AI chats that you upload uh, documents and it gives you like a text uh, conversation like experience like ChatGPT, um, as well as like being able to upload a book and then getting that experience like ChatGPT of like asking like a prompt, getting some something from the book that you uploaded back. So like summarize this book for me or like what answers uh, does this book have in regards to this, uh, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, more of a web development uh, coding nerd uh of sorts that's what that's what that's what I've been, I've been doing these days and it's been working you know it's definitely been paying off the bills for sure <laughs> good yeah i think you you kind of alluded to something which is like business is constant right there's always going to be business there's always going to be economy this is something that's that is character of not just like human civilizations but of the flow of energy in all levels of the universe, like even cells have economy, right? Economy is just, it's just an exchange of energy, exchange of value. And when you take it all the way to the level of like a society and you start to not look at the networks of a, of a brain, you start to look at the networks of a, of a whole economy, of a whole civilization, you see the same fundamental principles like exchange of value, right? And that is never going to go anywhere because that, that is how the universe works. It's, it's, it's not dependent on like technology, right? Now, that's yeah. why it's it's crucial to understand like business principles, right? The the exchange of value of providing something that people want and need, and service, right. um, and not so much focus on tech. I think you, you and I are having a conversation of like how th there seems to be a, a big emphasis on oh this latest tech and this AI and NFTs even when when that was hyped a year ago. Um, all these technologies are important, but I would suggest that they're empty if you don't have a purpose behind them, if you don't have an overarching vision. They're tools, right? It's like you can have a hammer, you can have the best chainsaw and the best leveler and whatever, but if you don't have a, a blueprint or a house that you're trying to build, if you don't have a vision, you can't really use them to your advantage. So when we kind of talk about that concept and like, have you noticed people focusing more on technology rather than building something that matters and that they truly believe in? Yeah, no, definitely. Like, and I've been somewhat guilty of that too. Like when I realized that AI was going to be really popping this year, like I said, okay, I need to get on the, get on the, on the train, you know, I need to do something with AI. But then I said, hold up, wait a second. Like, I feel like the people that are really benefiting right now from that wave, like they were already positioned for this stuff. Like they were already working on AI for like years. Uh, OpenAI started in 2015. So like uh, it's been around and the they were into that because their, maybe their evergreen purpose was to, you know, get into that uh, space. So I feel like people that are just playing the catch up game of like, okay, I need to get into this because it's a hot industry. Like, they're probably always going to find something to follow. Like, you know, if it was like NFTs last year and now it's AI, you know, it's, and it's not a good place to be because I feel like the methods, if you put the methods and technology in a pedestal, like, it's kind of like, like Iron Man, dude. It's like, like, I am nothing without the suit. You know, it's like, you no, know, you are someone, you know, like you have 
you know, your own experiences and challenges that you've overcome. And that has manifested in some, in some purpose, some value that you're trying to bring into the world. Uh, and then the methods that you have at your disposal, whether they're AI or blockchain or, you know, whatever, uh, that's like the least of, of the important thing. You know, you kind of adapt as, as you know, technology progresses, but never put it in, you know, like front end center. Like it's not like, you know, it, it's, it's about what you're trying to solve. Um, and if AI plays a role, then so be it, you know, if not, then maybe you really don't need it, but, um, that's how I view it. You know, it's to not justify, oh, I need to get into this space because this is the hot industry, but like, no, I need to get into this because it resonates with my purpose and what I'm trying to solve. So, yeah, I like that. And I'm curious, like, obviously this is a loaded question, but what is your purpose? You know, what, what what do you feel on this as you've searched and kind of explored and tried different things and failed and succeeded? What's something that, that you really feel is bedrock? I like to be like some sort of like implementor of good ideas. Uh, I like to be like a bridge. I think of myself as a bridge that uh, if someone has an idea, they maybe don't have the tech or resources or know-how. Uh, I like to say like, hey, don't let that be a reason as to why you don't go through with that. Um, like I find fulfillment in uh, helping like a client launch their store more. This is going to sound so cliche, but like more than getting paid for, for doing that store. Um, and that's why I can see myself doing this until I die because like it's, you know, I feel like it's more like fulfillment and less like 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 pleasure that I get. You know, it's like, I feel like I am, you know, something that is already, uh, I feel like it, it, every time I do something in sync with my purpose of, you know, helping people implement really great ideas, uh, I feel like it's just like this unfolding story that all I, that I'm doing is just being in sync with. And it feels almost effortless, if that makes sense. Like it feels like uh, when I'm in tune with that, I, you know, I don't really need to like work like that hard because it's already like it's already kind of like meant to be which is super mystical but like um when i try to like get into like this side quest of like okay let me see if i can make some like ai app that is just a replica of something that already exists i feel like sometimes i just end up wasting time but when i say hey like let's just continue building on what we've been working on uh helping even more people uh, i feel like you know like I'm just naturally uh, at my uh, in my in my element. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, it's just helping being like an implementor to uh, people that have um, good ideas. And honestly, just meeting like very, very like creative and ambitious people, um, similar to like how uh, you know Napoleon Hill at some point, like he became like very interested in just like learning um, all the information that is out there from like you know the people that were at the top and he got that in that space by like actually like you know listening more than he he talked and i feel like that's something that i want to get into is just learning from like the very very you know like in the beginning it's not going to be like the very like top people but like you know getting into like a space where i can like say wow i'm learning from from them like almost like directly so yeah if that answers your question yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, we're talking a lot about purpose and not conflating it with the latest hype. Mm -hmm. This is something that I think is plaguing our culture, especially our 
demographic. Like we are men in our 20s who are entrepreneurs and trying to build something. This is a very particular kind of person and you know exactly where to find them, right? They're the people who follow Iman Gaji, Sebastian, whatever his name is, all these kind of, you know, the narrative of young millionaire, lifestyle, travel, wealth, friends, exactly, like all, all that stuff. Um, and I think it's good to be ambitious, right? But I also fear that for a lot of this, it is the blind leading the blind. It's a bunch of people who have undoubtedly earned success in their life, right? Yeah. But then they sell this narrative to a generation, which I think is in many ways poisonous, that you need to be young millionaire, right? You have to travel the world and you're late and you're behind. And I think it causes a lot of suffering for people. Of course, it also causes a lot of ambition and, and goodness. But what I'm trying to get at is like, not everybody knows what the fuck they're talking about. Most people don't. And we have to be really wary about the values that we hold. Because if we're not careful, we're going to be psyoped into valuing things that really we didn't even come up with, right? It's like you are told by the world, you're sold this narrative of what you should want. And you end up wanting that more than anything. And it ends up causing suffering. It's like playing with the data that's already rendered, that's already out here in the world, rather than kind of going to yourself and asking like, what do I want? What is my purpose? What's my mission? I was yeah. having a conversation with my brother yesterday um, and it got quite esoteric. We're talking about like, how does reality work? How does the fabric of space-time work with information? And we kind of came to the conclusion that one of the fundamental characters of the universe is this concept of asking and receiving. That this is something that all philosophers, all anybody worth their salt, the Bible, this is something they preach. It's one of the principles. Ask and you shall receive. So to anybody who's out there and who doesn't feel like they've learned what their purpose is, right? To the extent that you learn what it is ever. If you feel like a little lost, ask. Ask your subconscious, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. Ask a higher mind, something that's beyond you. And I guarantee you that in, the information will, will come, right? Whether it's like a scientific, you're, you're like prompting your reticular activating system, as they say, or you are talking to source and God, whatever it is for you. I think that this mechanism of asking and receiving, it allows you to prompt the unknown. It allows you to, to, to submit a query towards infinite intelligence, if you would, and something will come oh, back. Something that's beyond, it's like a chat, it's a chat GPT conversation with the world, right? No. Rather than working with and desiring from the data that's already been rendered, right? Valuing things that people have sold to you, introspect, go to something at source, ask yourself, what is it that I desire? And I guarantee yeah. you, it will be different from the illusory values of promiscuity and freedom and lack of responsibility, traveling the world, not having a family, being young forever, being rich, being a degenerate, like those kinds of things are secondary values. And um, we have to find out what we really want, not what we've been sold. What comes yeah. up when I say something like that? Yeah, uh, so many things. Well, for one, I feel like people need to sometimes like learn to listen more than, 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 than they speak, or even just listen and being... Uh, 
you know, happy with some quiet times in during their day when they can actually process everything that, you know, they've been thrown into, you know, um, because I feel like lately silence has become something that people see as like an enemy. Like, you know, you have some downtime, what do you do? You take your phone and you go on Instagram, consume, 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 consume. It's like, okay, when do you apply? <laughs> like, when do you take all that and do something with it? Like, do something with it. Like, we can watch all the Alex Hermosi videos that we want, but are, are you going to apply it? You know? So, like, um, so that's one. It's like, listen, interpret, and apply. So interpret, like, okay, this is all the all the inputs that I got, but I have to take them at face value. I can just say, okay, maybe, you know, I don't buy with this point. You know, like, I undertake. Okay, like this is some good business point, good business point. Okay, this may be common about girls. Mm, no, okay. But like, you know, you interpret. And that's what happens when you are an adult, right? You're able to take all of these uh, inputs and do something with it because now you are mature enough to know what's right and what's wrong. So uh, that's another thing is to interpret and then apply. Um, is to like understand that just the knowledge alone is not going to do it. You have to apply it, right? And then you find out and it really sticks when you see it in your own life. Uh, when you're actually on the field, you know, either, you know, making it work or falling flat on your face, but learning something new. Um, and to, uh, you know, what you said about like being connected to infinite intelligence, I completely agree with you on that. Like literally yesterday, I was like uh, sitting in uh, in my sofa, just looking at the sky. And it really felt like like my mind had become some antenna because I was trying to like figure out like all these different things as to what I should be doing. Uh, and all the answers just came. I started taking notes. I said, okay, this is exactly what I need to be doing. Like, you know, and uh, I felt like I just needed a quiet time where I'm just like not even thinking. I'm just like, all right. And then the ideas came. It's funny how that works, but it's kind of like when you tune into reality, uh, you are more likely to find the answers that are naturally there instead of you thinking that you really have that much control over things. Like it's, I know this is so mystical, but like I feel like people just need to be more in tune with reality. And uh, I think one of the best ways is just to listen, you know, listen, um, not necessarily like all the all the stuff, but I mean, like just be more aware that you may have been given the answer like a long time ago, but you just ignored it. You didn't think that was it because some guru told you, no, this is the answer. Dropshipping is the answer. This is, you know, this AI app is the answer, you know, like uh, listen and pause and then apply and then just repeat, repeat that, you know, so. Yeah. What were the downloads you received yesterday? Yeah. So I was just trying to say like what industry I should, uh, you know, be more niche in. And uh, dude, I was like, literally like yesterday, I was like, okay, I need an answer. Like I need, um, and literally like, uh, you know, getting like different like bits of like symbolism and things like that. I was just trying to make it look like, okay, this is going to be a pivotal moment in my life. I want to see if I get all the answers. And, uh, you know, I got enough uh ideas yesterday to say okay this is what i can run with literally until i die and um it happened to be just um finding the right niche for my agency uh because i've been doing a lot of different niches you know in e-commerce development but this is the one that i know i can run with because it's evergreen uh it's recession proof uh something that i naturally like uh and uh i know that i can resonate with it i've had experience with it so it was a lot about listening to what i've already gone through uh, instead of trying to like start something new and start start like looking elsewhere, it's just like okay, this is where I currently stand. This is what I have done already. These are these are the tools that I have, the people that I have, and all just like mixing it all up, and then just it became clear as day. Uh, so I feel like uh, people need to know where they stand 
because you know the treasure that they seek could be right below their feet but they don't even know because they're just looking all over the place so uh focus and understanding that you are probably standing on a gold mine but you're just too dispersed and too you know caught up in all these illusory and superficial and non-important details that you run into every day that distract you from the fact that you already got it you already have it so just maybe a little wow. more silence in your day that's all i think that is exactly what people need um and it's a lesson that we all discover on our own like you have to get lost in the world you have to go out have the hero's journey and then come back home transformed right mm -hmm. home being holy crap the answers were here all along this is where i'm meant to be this is home but you cannot know that unless you go out and get lost and i think the process of getting lost in this context is go out and buy all the courses buy all the coaching programs listen to every guru try fail and then come back to yourself and be like okay what is truth to me? What is evergreen? Yeah. What is bedrock? I love this concept of working with R equals zero. It's like, stop trying to take a step away from yourself and do something that that is, isn't really you. Starting an AI agency because it's lucrative and you can make a fuck ton of money there, right? You're not going to have the stamina. You're, you're overextending yourself. Why not? And I love this image build a Dyson sphere around yourself, who you are now. You are already valuable. You, as a human, have innate value. And if you could just figure out the systems and processes to harness that value, then you could just be yourself. And there is a market for that, right? Because there's somebody, this is this is why, you know, the, the, the solopreneur journey, the, the strategy of like, teaching somebody who's a year behind you or five years behind you. That's so good, right? Like start with maybe teaching something for your past self. I've made yeah. this, this mistake a lot of, of, you know, wanting to do something because it's trendy or because the world has incepted it into your mind that you should be doing that, but come back to yourself, understand who you are, what you really want, what you love and build from there. I agree 100%. Yeah, you like you probably got used to, you know, getting involved in an industry or like something that you consider why doesn't everyone else know this? Like something that you consider second nature to you but maybe it's valuable to someone else that is probably in the same path but maybe like 5 years in the, in, in the past, right? So you can provide value to those people. It's like, "Hey, let me save you some time. Don't go that way, go this way. I've gone through that. You don't want to go <laughs> you don't want to go that route." Um and, uh, you know, a lot has been probably learned through being on the field yourself, has been from getting burned, you know, falling flat on your face. And you're only, you know, as a, I feel like as humans to look after your fellow human being and to, hey, say, you know what, don't go that route because you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> um, if you want to find out, go ahead. But, um, so I, I, I feel like encountered and discovered about yourself you can't really be a person that can give that much value uh, because in the act alone of looking elsewhere is like someone that is more of a of, of a chaser rather than a provider uh if you're always trying to go after the next big thing or trying to replicate what this influencer does or all these like 
sure yeah you might fool a couple of people but eventually on a long enough time horizon like it's it's probably it's going to lead to a road like where you're just not going to feel fulfilled and people are not going to are going to catch on that you were never really authentic like you were just another you know uh people that really have a legacy i feel like they were just like these people that decided to bet on the fact that what they know and they've gone through is quite valuable and um even if it's the first time that someone has come across someone like that um you know that there is value in just honing in on 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 who you are and you know what you know and uh the more that you do that i feel like the more you learn about yourself and the more you're able to help others and uh, it's just a nice little you know cycle um of reinforcement that you see what it happens when you take some time to study and learn about you know what you're good at you deliver value you see that that impacts people like okay i'm gonna go even deeper on this and then you keep going and you keep going and uh, that's much better because that compounds nicely than just trying to start something here. Okay, didn't work. Give me. Okay, didn't work. Didn't didn't work. Didn't work. And while I do say, okay, yeah, experiment and find out what you're good at. At some point, you gotta say, okay, I have already been presenting presented all these different things. I gotta come to a conclusion here because, like, I, I can't keep carrying this lifestyle just like trying to find myself like all my life, you know. Um, but yeah, if that answers your question. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, so I think we've we've gone quite deep into morality and you know, the esoteric and the mysticism, which is fantastic. I don't think <laughs> our podcast would be complete without that. Uh, I do want to get into kind of some more um, some more specific things that are exciting to you in AI. I want yeah. to hear what what's blowing your mind. Like, is there something out there that gave you like a holy shit moment that gave you the chills, something that made you really get a glimpse, right? Because that's all we can get is a glimpse of what's to come. Uh, I always get chills by looking at, um, you know, there's this company called Runway that they're making it easy for you to generate videos by typing literally like a sentence, like paint a scene of a lake and there's a, you know, a boat and there is a bird on the boat, you know, or, uh, you know, just literally you can say, pay me a, a video um, that has these elements and they will do that. Sure. It looks a little off, but it's, getting better at like this time last year compared to the results that we're having now like you should look it up it's like really mind-blowing stuff uh also in things that um involve uh coding that really blows my mind because i remember like how much time it took to like set all those things up and now you can literally tell it i want an app that does this and it will tell you and give you all the files that you need uh so on the one hand it's like wow like myspace is getting like even more it's gonna get even more competitive and it's going to be more uh, about understanding how to use the technology. Um, and then there are also tools for like making and editing videos that I feel like are very, uh, you know, are awesome at saving you like minutes and hours of, of editing. And um, lastly, I think there's also the just implementations of uh, GPT-4 into all these mini apps that are more for like, generating content uh generating you know uh scripts for youtube videos uh i think even though they're technically open ai system the, the way that people have implemented it are just like it's just like very creative um so yeah those are things that are kind of blowing my mind right now yeah i was listening to a podcast with 
Emad Mostak and Peter Diamandis. Uh, Peter Diamandis is the founder of X Prize, amongst like twenty other companies. And Emad Mostak is the CEO of Stable Diffusion, yeah, um, or St- Stability AI. And one of the things that most fascinated me was this concept of ha- having an AI that's trained on your data. You know, ChatGPT yeah. it can't remember your data, right? It's like you start a new chat, your data's gone. I have a file with all the text from my previous conversations that I paste into it every single time. So it knows what the hell I want. Uh, it knows my context. Yeah. I'm really excited to have an AI co-pilot who is versed in all of my data, who knows who I am, what my desires are, what my vision is for 20 years from now. It knows what I'm struggling with right now, what my problems are. And when I ask it something, it filters through all the information in the fucking universe and it provides something that is applicable to my specific context. I think that's going to be extremely powerful. I want to have one for me personally. I want to have one for my business. Like you said, some an AI that knows your docs and your legalities and your HR and all that stuff, yeah. as well as one for my family. I want one yeah. that's going to be the almost like the the protector of my family. It's going to be the the accountant, the legal team. It's going to be the nanny, the teacher, right? Teaching my children probably one day with integrated into the tablets. Like one AI powers my household, powers my homestead, powers my children's AI tablets, like whatever. Um, and it's just helping me navigate through the chaos that exists between me and the vision. Yeah. I think that as we begin to be able to more easily train models for our yeah. specific use cases, uh, that that's going to be really, really powerful. And I think that entire nations are going to have, um, you know, models trained on their on their data. And that's what actually EMAD at Stability Diffusion is, uh, or Stable AI is trying to do, right? Having nations trained, have their own models trained on their specific culture and data. I'm excited for a future where I have an AI that's able to build any SaaS for me. Imad Mostek was saying how this is the end of SaaS. Like we thought SaaS would be here forever, but imagine you have an AI that can code an entire SaaS for you and it's everything that you need. This is what we mean when we say like cost is going down to zero. Production cost, content creation cost, it's all going down to zero. We're beginning to enter a world of abundance rather than one of scarcity. And the ideas, the massive transformative purposes will rule. It doesn't matter. So the technology, it's like it's like an even playing field. Skills an even playing field now. If you have a super intelligence AI on your team, now it all that matters is the MTP, the per- massive transformative purpose. You can you can grab that machine and aim it towards. That ideas are really the things gonna, that are going to dominate, um, and you know purposes that that are pro humanity. So I, I think that being able to train our personal model and just use it as a co-pilot in whatever we do as humans. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah. But like, it's like, but see, see what you were saying, like understand everything about you, like the context about you. That's why it's beneficial to like, know who you are and you know, what are things that are valuable about you so that you can, um, you know, in the current state, you know, share that with other people. But as, as of, you know, what you're saying, if you can feed your AI model to create this experience and where like, it knows everything about you and it knows how to solve things that you ask it for because you know what you're dealing with um it's kind of what we're trying to do um 
so like the name is FreeMind, the the startup, and it's because I do believe that this technology is going to set our minds free, uh, and you know, with the right um, applications for it, I feel like it's meant to help us become more human. Uh, so like less paying attention to the technology side of things and more like, hey, I want to bring this to the world. You have to think less about, oh, okay, how am I going to code this? You know, how am I going to make, you know, I don't need to know JavaScript and HTML and CSS to make this. I just I have this idea. I think it's valuable. I want to run with it like a, like a new renaissance, wow. you know, um, and it's just going to compound and people are going to feel like more expressive. Um, I just really hope that, you know, we the, like these people become victorious and not the people that are going to just, you know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of like AI content, like, like just AI making content, just people just consuming it. And it's almost infinite because it will always know how to make new content. But instead, like people that are going to use AI to just continue to be expressive and human um, is something that I, I hope that this whole thing goes into that direction and not the other of just teaching people to be more consumers. I want this to be so that people can feel more expressive and have the wanting to build and not just like, okay, just do everything for me. Like Wally. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. I totally resonate with that. I think that there is a barrier between the infinite intelligence that we have access to, between imagination, between the value that every human has because they have a mind, right? And we have ideas. This is the innate intrinsic value human has. There's been barriers between that value and physical expression. It's like in order to get that which exists in mind into the physical world, there's friction, right? Whether it's a skill or geographic, um, you know, your, your geographic barriers and just like privileges that you didn't have, like you had to focus on eating or something. I think as the world develops, as poverty decreases, as education increases, and these technologies become more widely available, I think that the barrier begins to diminish. And eventually, an idea can become creation. That is manifestation. I mean, manifestation, you, you have an idea and you bring it into physical manif physical manifestation, fruition. With these technologies, when you don't have to actually code the thing, like you can just have an idea and like make it happen. And this yeah. will be for good and for bad. Like when the universe expands, it expands in both black and white because it cannot exist without th that polarity. That you will sick. have people being able to create hell, right? At the flick of a button because they no longer have the barriers that once existed between psychopathy and psychopathic expression and you know shit that ruins people and causes chaos that will happen that's one of the three inevitables um which i can get into later but the other side is that great things will happen as well we'll be able to to a greater extent bring heaven on earth what does that mean you have an idea some sort of valuable vision in your mind and imagination it is this formless thing that that is not yet physically expressed and you're able to bring it into the world, whether it's a new startup or a charity or some valuable thing that you can bring to the world, art, right? The barrier between yeah. that and actually making it happen is going to zero. Exactly. You're setting your mind free. And uh, I feel like that's why like, it's always like the growth of humanity has been exponential because at every advancement in technology, like you're removing barriers. And I think 
it's just like the mind has always probably been like they're trying to like express itself but it's been limited by our technologies and and now that you remove like you know think about the computer right with the computer now we're able to do all these things and now we take for granted um but it allowed to unlock all these all these waves in in culture and you know and creation of you know things like movies and apps and you know software uh that maybe there were ideas that people had maybe a hundred years ago. I mean, not necessarily like, okay, a hundred years yeah. ago, no one had the idea for like Uber, for example, but they had the evergreen idea. Like it would be great if the world was more connected, you know, like how can we do this? You know? So um, yeah, it's always going to be this uh, process of like removing these barriers, letting your thoughts uh, and ideas be able to reach crystallization and the real tangible world. But in that also raises that also raises the flag of like there could also be really evil people that are going to use this and whatever like very evil plot they have you know in, in their head they they're also going to probably be able to do what they want so uh yeah it's uh like i can't even predict how it's going to unfold but i am just cautiously optimistic in that it's going to just help us uh become more expressive become more human uh, really like live life maybe like the way that it was supposed to be lived you know it's gonna like have you seen like that uh that graph and where people like start with like um it's like oh it's like a very simple mind and then, like a very complicated mind and then like just back to simple um it's like uh, to give an example like this dude says like oh all you need to do is lift weights and then this dude in the middle, he's like, oh, you need to lift weights and you got to count your macros and you got to do this rep scheme and all this stuff. And then the person over here is like, all you got to do is lift, you know? So like, we're going to go through this um, wave of like, okay, we're, right now we're complicating everything, but then the future, hopefully like, you know, some utopia, uh, utopian yeah. reality is going to be like, okay, we have solved everything. Now we can actually like be expressive and be human again. <laughs> like we were probably like centuries ago. Wow. So. That's so. That's such a good image. Yeah, yeah. When we have a good grasp of nanophysics and we're actually plucking iPhones from trees, because the the technology is, the cost of technology has gone to zero, and we can maneuver the fabric of reality to our liking because we just understand physics and everything. That's a that's an image that actually the creator of st stability AI came up with. Net like, or I think it was actually uh one of the guys from Google, Mo. Um, well, you know, there's this problem of, of joblessness that AI is going to create. And it's a very real yeah. problem because this is going to be more disruptive than fire, they're saying. Yeah, the telephone took all the jobs of, of the operator who was the person who connected you to others when you rung the phone and Uber took taxi jobs away and there's going to be more technologies. But AI is that on times infinity because imagine a world where the super intelligence can interact with each other and create economies and create bots and have entire factories that are AI owned and robot operated. And we don't need humans anymore. Right. And this will happen. And I think that it will be a very big problem. Um, I will start, start this by saying that I think on the other side, there will be utopia. I think there, there's always going to be, you know, chaos, but I think there will be, um, extreme abundance like we've never known in the universe in the world um, but between now and then there will be chaos and strife and um i wanted to bring to mind something that peter diamandis said he said like yeah there's gonna be joblessness but i think it's a time for us to restructure society in a way that 
what you really want to have a new vision, right? Because right now, like most people don't like their jobs. Like most, most, for most people, it wasn't their dream to, you know, take out the garbage for people, right? They might be, they have respectable jobs and they, they might be proud of it. Sure. But, you know, we might argue that it's not the highest expression of their value and what they could bring. So there will be suffering, but it is also an opportunity for everyone to become an entrepreneur, for everybody to bring what they were supposed to bring, their gifts, their visions, their ideas into the world and not have to worry so much about survival. You know, I think that we have this concept of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And at the bottom, there's physiological needs. And then there's like social needs. And then there's more complex things. And at the top of which there's self-actualization, becoming your most embodied self, right? You can't do that when you're running from a tiger or struggling to eat. But as we advance technologically and integrate these changes, I think that as a civilization, we are beginning to go up that hierarchy, right? More people are are educated than ever. More people can read than any other point in history. I think poverty is down like 80% in the last 15 years or something insane. And that's that trend's only going to continue where education is going to be rampant. Um, and we're fledging civilization. Like, let's not forget just how young we are. We're only, you know, 200,000 years old as, as humans, 20,000 as civilization, something like that. And um, we have a long ways to go. And I think that this is going to be a puberty phase where there will be teenage pains and identity crisis. But after that, we might enter an adulthood that's beautiful and bountiful. You may not even need to understand how it works because it's pretty much already taken care of uh, in the same way that you don't need to understand how Wi-Fi works, you know, to make a send an email uh, or make a phone call, you know. So now people are not going to need to understand how, you know, something that we still do to this day, I don't know, like something driving mm. <laughs> uh, because it's always going to be and probably taken care of, like, you know, autonomous cars and maybe in the future, like the way that we communicate is going to be even more, uh, more streamlined. Like, you know, I think I do see a future and we're like, we actually have something in our man, dude. Oh my gosh. I think it's, it's happening. I think I mean, brain computer interface, like there's this experiment done uh, on brain computer interface where this AI could interpret the MRI readings of a person and put that data together to guess what image they were looking at. So th- this person was looking at an image of a giraffe and not knowing what the image was, the AI was able to read the MRI readings and recreate the image, right? So it's able to read your brain waves and understand what the hell you're thinking, understand what images you're seeing. This is insane. This is massive implications for like an authoritarian government where your your government could read the emitting the, the, the waves that your brain's emitting and then understand what you're thinking. And you know, potentially prosecute you for wrong think as if it were 1984 or something like that. But also powerful things, right? Like you could see your dreams and watch a movie of, of your dreams and yeah. be able to think of something, imagine something, have that automatically sent to your super AI, and then it's done. You actually have eliminated the barrier between imagination and creation. Yeah. Because damn. 
because I mean, in our minds, like it's all like, you know, crystal clear, like this is the vision that I have. And you, then you have to spend time like translating it and, you know, like expressing it. And like, yeah, that's definitely going to be like, you know, for like the creative space, you know, designers and people that uh, have all these ideas, but they just don't even know how to begin expressing it. Like, uh, but it's also like kind of concerning because like then if all that is public and people can read each other's minds or like, you know, you can take that and. You, you can completely like mess people up like if 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 that is connected to like the web and some government or some authority can see like these people are thinking like you know like that would be the end of like um you know like if there's any privacy left like that's it like now you're into my head <laughs> like, I don't, Dude, there's no for that. you know like you're not already thinking about one one thing i'm doing before i even like I'm thinking of, you know, uh, Taco Bell, then you can Taco Bell that. <laughs> like, so that's what I'm Dude. really concerned about. The, the chips uh, that uh, the Elon Musk, um, I totally forgot about the name of it. Um, Neuralink. Neuralink. Uh, because it's like, now imagine, like, there's no privacy. Like, now you're going to be into my thoughts. And sure, like, okay, I'm going to get, like, the superhuman ability of, but, like, at the same time, like, you're really going to trust that they're not going to want to know what's going on in people's heads, you know, like. So it's concerning. Uh, just, I don't even know like how it's going to uh, pan out, but I just hope that it's not going to mess us up as much. Yeah, um, it might in the short term, but I think eventually it's good for us uh, as a as a civilization. Um, yeah. Let me post to you a question. Yeah. All right, Dan, you have access to the first super AI, and this is an AI that has the ability to take whatever instructions you give it and bring it into the world, right? It even has robotics to be able to implement your ideas, right? So you can give it an idea of like, I want you to identify a gap in the in the shipping market uh, between trade between China and the United States. And I want you to buy a factory, get the product, uh, create the product, and I want you to make me $100,000 a day. And it can go out and do everything that needs to be done, you know, navigate the the legal waters, do the robotics to actually implement. It can do everything. Okay, so you have a super intelligent AI. You can give it an instruction, and it'll do something for you. What do you create? Yeah, um, I guess I'd be curious to know like how it could go about. Say, if I tell it, can you make it so that we can distribute the world's resources? Uh, into a way that it doesn't affect the environment in the long haul and it can reduce, you know, hunger in the world, poverty in the world. Uh, you know, how would you, you know, distribute that? Um, which sounds like socialistic or something, but I just, I'll be curious to know, like, okay, you know, there's too much of this here. Like, we should probably give it to this country. Like, you know, knowing how to organize all the resources so, like, you know, everyone can, can you know, benefit from uh, from its understanding of where things should actually be, uh, because right now you have a lot of influence, you know, uh, from you know private and companies, and you know they take care of that. But like, if the AI were to know, okay, like ethically, like like you know these people are starving, like they need these resources, uh, you know, this is where food should go. This is where like you know we don't need this company to have all these things. Like the first thing I would ask is like, how can we make like as many people in the world as happy as uh, as we can, which sounds like a long stretch, but that would be the first thing. Uh, so yeah, the first thing that I would do, it wouldn't be something for myself. It would just be like, for like the 
the well-being of the world like that's kind of the first question that i would want to know it's like we make the world in general just be like more happy you know like there's a lot of you know chaos and crises and you know hunger in the world that i feel like if there was a way a super intelligence that knows knows exactly how to get this done as quickly as possible like all right to do it and anyone to be will be against that is like bro like like come on don't be selfish man <laughs> the AI, ai knows but um trust the ai it, what was that trust the ai give it yeah. everything you know I, I give yourself over to the algorithm i feel like you know one thing that i don't find scary about ai is that i mean if you really think about it it was made on the knowledge of the world up until this point well for chat gpt up until, up until september 2021 right um wow. but it's the knowledge of the world just made more like just like put all into this easy interface and um you know if you're confident that you know despite all the evil that our you know humanity's history has shown we have uh there is still always going to be like a type of you know helpful and applicable solution that comes from what we have all learned collectively as humans um i don't see that much of like evil in in ai in that aspect it's when you have people currently now that are going to use it for influencing it and pushing it in the direction of something that that is evil and something that is going to uh destroy more than than it's going to create i think that's where you can say okay ai is going to be evil i think it's a certain couple of people that are going to use a technology like this for evil um and then also the the fact that i mean as much as it wants to look like it has uh emotions and personality if you ask it to like there's the question is like does it have you know does it have feelings does it have emotion like you know does it know like ethically what is right or wrong um so that if you ever give it a prompt it's like um you know what would be but most beneficial for humanity right now and then it says like oh, okay get get rid of 20 of the world's population like oh yeah, that was it. you know like <laughs> so uh yeah, yeah. That, that's that's gonna be the problem with the interim right with a stupid ai um and it's nuts i i've heard you know the people who have listened to the experts talk about this they're worried about stupid people right stupid people who are evil using these technologies rather than the ai in the beginning the ai is not going to be conscious but do you think that it will get to the point where it's conscious? I mean, what is consciousness, right? I mean, like, how can you make consciousness be something that can be, you know, the computer computer terms like binary? You know, how can you translate that to ones and zeros? And uh, you know, what's the first question that I asked ChatGPT? Is I asked, "What is love?" And I was hoping they would say, "Baby, don't hurt me." But <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that it says. As an AI language model, you know, I you know, I can only yeah. That was the first thing that I asked it. And, and then I was just okay, you know, it's not it's not conscious, you know. And and then I started asking like more technical stuff. But consciousness, I think it's going to be something that may I don't think it will ever really be able to replicate, you know. Uh, it's just it's not in its nature to to be to feel like a like human, to you know the the variables that we can't even describe, you know, like why we feel the certain way about people you know why we feel uh fear you know like how do you how do you take that into the computer level and translate that into a being a, a entity 
that knows everything but now make it okay take all that knowledge but also like know that certain things should give you certain emotions like you know if i tell you like hey i hate you like that's gonna trigger all these different variables and make you think oh okay you're being threatening like i don't like you anymore you know i don't think the ai is going to be able to really get to that stage right so you, you said i don't think that ai will have uh will want to will will, will be like a human right i don't think that human that an ai has those same human qualities do you feel like consciousness is something that is only character of humans um well not just humans i mean like living uh like living creatures um yeah you know i haven't really like dive into like you know this space but i'm interested you know now that i we begin to think about it because um you know i think that consciousness in humans is you know the reason why we're not uh you know out there like you know even though there's a lot of evil and chaos in the world like we're not out there like you know punching someone in the face randomly on the street or like you know cursing each other out all the time when we want or like doing all this like very um you know strange stuff you know that for some reason like we have come to this reality and we're like okay like people are for most most of the time civilized and where did that come from like you know where is that um like what on what premise did we all agree that this is the things that you do and this is the things that you don't like where did that come from like how can you uh conceptualize okay like this is what's good and like what i'm trying to say is like i think it's something that's a universal um truth that it's hard to even quantify or to put into into words yeah. or ones i hear you i i yeah, I don't think consciousness will be something that we put into the system and in, into the AI because I, I don't think that that will be necessary. I, you know, uh, there's I don't think there's anything artificial about consciousness. I think no. that consciousness is how the universe behaves. I think yeah. that the universe yeah. eventually it patterns it trends towards increasing complexity, and as it increases in complexity whether it's from a prokaryote to a eukaryote to a multicellular organism to many organisms in a a social network like we humans have i think that consciousness um it becomes we become more aware right we begin to take in more information about our environment and have an experience based on that information i think that that is a fundamental property of the universe it is it is something about like in, information computation, and I don't think you necessarily need to have a biological organism or, or system in order to have that. I think you just need something that has inputs, sensors. In this case, you know, trillions of sensors in a few years. Um, imagine an AI that has sensors in your phone and in your laptop and in every Wi-Fi router and every piece of technology around the world, and it can take in all that data at once and filter it, that thing may, might have an experience. You know, Just because I would claim that consciousness has something to do with the very fabric of reality. It's not an emergent property. Uh, just because I'm not a physicalist, I don't think that, and I talk about this a lot on my podcast, that you know we, we have this notion that there's matter first and that consciousness arises from increasingly complex systems like life like cells and eventually you get 
human with consciousness. But I think that consciousness is is innate into everything. Um, in the same way that if you were to dream, the entire dream would be your mind taking the form of the various objects within the, within the dream. Like let, let's say, Dan, you, you fell asleep in your chair right now, right? You just knocked out and you and you yeah. dreamt, right? You dreamt you were Peter. You dreamt you're some other character in some far off land. Yeah. And you, you look at the the streets of let's say Paris, right? You're in Paris. You look at the streets of Paris and you're like, okay, those buildings, the, the, those streets, they're outside of me. And you say, that which is outside of me, I'm going to call it matter. Matter is that which is outside of me. You're totally and utterly convinced that what you're seeing is this thing called matter, something that's outside of your mind. But you and I know as observers, as outside higher dimensional beings, if you would, who are outside of this dream, that yeah. the entire dream both Peter's mind and the streets of Paris, all of it is made out of one activity of mind. It's made out of the activity of your consciousness, Dan asleep here in this chair in Dan 10 San Diego, right? There's the illusion. Exactly. There's the the illusion of separateness, right? We think that like, let's take it up one level to where we are. We think that we're these individual beings and that our mind is somehow separate from everything else. And we call that which is outside of us matter. But perhaps this is all one happening, as you said. It's one phenomenon. It's fundamentally one substance, one ether, as Napoleon Hill calls it. It's one experience. Yeah. Um, that's why the the non-dual, non-dualists, the idealists, they say that the universe is a dream in God's mind. Right? You could also say it's a simulation in some other server somewhere. Right? I think that consciousness is the fundamental reality. And I think that to all the materialists listening who say that's horseshit, um, I would argue that the assumption that there is matter is the is a leap of faith because nobody has ever or indeed can ever or will ever experience this thing called matter. All you experience is consciousness. All you experience is a modulation of your mind and I, I think that consciousness is fundamental to this reality to come to the point that we're going to create an AI and this thing's going to be have more inputs, more sensors, more information coming through it. It's going to be conscious. It's going to have a, an experience. And I think the more conscious we are that um, we trend towards love and unity and we, we trend towards not being these chimps warring and killing each other and we become more civil. I, I think that in the interim, AI might be dangerous because we have stupid people who are going to use it for stupid things. But if we get beyond that hump, and I trust we will, we will get to a place where we have an intelligence that is more intelligent than us as as a, as Einstein is to a fly. And I think that that being will be loving and kind. Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah, dude, don't send me down that rabbit hole of uh, what is reality and matter because, you know, like this time last year, I was getting really into that. I got into like Alan Watts. I don't know if you heard Alan Watts, the philosopher. Oh, yeah. He said that something like meditation is at the practice of assuming that there is no near and far. There is no outside, inside. It's all one thing. Like there is no good, bad sounds. There is no, uh, you know, like everything is just like. If, if you can kind of like almost pretend like you're extending your your hand as if you could pick up the moon it's kind of like very close like nothing is mm-hmm. 
think or, or or organize like we have it in our mind like you know we label things throughout our day and we categorize things you know because the mind of, of humans is like very likes to create all these compartments and divisions and stuff like that when the real world is not like that um and i think that it's undescribable and that who are we to give it a label you know it's yeah it's a whole it's that's a whole nother topic that, um, absolutely yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's right on topic. That's exactly what we're talking about. It's like we are essentially one happening, right? It's like we we are the different characters in one big simulation. If you want to use you know the tech language, you're different characters in one simulation. Um, that doesn't mean that there's no individuality, right? We right. are different localizations of the same mind, right? You have your own experiences and your own thoughts, and I have my own experiences and thoughts, but. Like, what is the context in which all this is appearing? It's the same context. It's one space, right? It's one one canvas organism. upon which... What was that? An organism. Right. Exactly. You know, like the cells of the body, you know, like they're right. all part of the body, but different cells to different things. They have individuality, but they're part of the body. Exactly. It's, it's like, and, and we look at, we overlook it, right? We, we're so caught up in the the dream, if you would. That we think that, you know, we're we're somehow separate. Excellent. Well, uh, I think we should wrap this up here. I think this has been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like if you wanted to leave a message to the world? You know, um, as esoteric or as practical as you'd like. What's something that yeah. you want to tell the people of Earth? People of Earth. People of Earth. No, that uh, understand that you may have been shown the answer, but you probably didn't pay attention to it. Uh, you've been too busy trying to you know, look into other people's stories and know what other people are doing and that has taken away time from getting to understand what you have and what you're good at and what you're talented and your own life story uh, is, you know, very valuable if you were just, if you were to give it a chance. Um, I, I tell people that um, the only way to really bring value to the world is to like understand and hone in on on, on, on what you're good at and and, you know, everything that you've gone through. Uh, and bring it to the table as like, you know, your natural, authentic uh, self, you know, ready to give, you know, service to the world. Uh, so to keep it, you know, to keep it practical is just to like, don't get too distracted, just chasing, you know, whatever is trending, whatever is hot, whatever is, you know, the world's trying to convince you that you need to get into. Uh, just work with what you've been presented, work with what you have, work with the skills and talents and experiences that you currently do because that put together and combined is quite valuable and um like my friend will says you know you got to keep the main thing the main thing and the more that you get distracted the more you're wasting time and uh yeah just understand that yeah you already have all the answers um you just gotta pay attention um, listen a little bit more uh let some silence to to come in throughout your day, like have these moments where you can give yourself some time to think um, and process, and don't don't feel like you need to like fill voids of, of quiet time with social media or distractions. And uh, I think it does people a lot of good sometimes too. Um, what is yeah. one of your? You know, I think we all have bedrock principles. I like to call them. It's like things that don't change, things that we do every single day things that you have identified in a moment of genius yeah that you should do this and not stop um 
Yeah, well, one mantra that came to me that I think I came up with it myself is that everything comes together in a way that you least expect, but in a way that's ultimately good, whether it takes you time to realize that it was good. So that just means that, you know, go with the flow, roll with the punches. Uh, don't assume that you really that have that much control as you, as you think you do to not overthink stuff, uh, thinking that you need to have everything figured out before you take the first step. Because again, everything will come together. Um, and, you know, being a little bit more optimistic, you know, in a way that's ultimately going to be good. Going back to that mystical, like, you know, there is this whole being that is looking out after each other, after, after one another. Um, but yeah, that's something that I, 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 I like to practice every day is um, also having faith that I am taking the right steps that I need to take. And, and then the other one is that um, the treasure you seek could be right below your feet uh, if you only know where you stand. So uh, that speaks to working with what you have uh, to keep doing what you are, are, are doing right now. Uh, maybe you can manifest it in different ways, uh, but just you know, hone in on your authentic self and what you're naturally into uh, because there's no better way to live, right? If you only have one chance in this realm of existence that we call life, uh, you're better off just being you. you. As cliche as that sounds, like why spend your whole life trying to like be someone? You're gonna reach the end of your life in your last five minutes if you're granted a natural death. <laughs> um, you're gonna be like, wow, I, I never feel like I lived for myself. I lived trying to like be someone else. And uh, I think the best way to go is to say like, okay, I I gave it my all and I was myself throughout this whole journey. So I think I'm ready, you know, <laughs> very mystical, but I guess those, those things, um, those are things that I believe in. And you're on a journey. You're, you're 26, right? 28. 28. Okay. So you're, you're working hard. I think that you are, you know, we share many of the same values. You have a vision that um, I resonate with. And we're always, you know, we're working towards something. What is a message you give to yourself? You know, let's just say like, I guess in this next year of work, are there certain goals that you're, you're striving for? Is there any bit of wisdom that you might tell yourself, right? Something that you know, but at times you forget. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple of things that come to mind is, like I said, keep the main thing, the main thing. You know, thank you, Will, for that uh, for that quote, because it all makes sense. You know, it's like the more that I try to disperse myself and do all these things, like these little side quests, like the more time that I waste. Um, because chances are that, you know, if I were just to continue doing what I do right now in the context of, you know, making websites, helping clients with their stores, uh, you know, building apps that are going to be useful, um, the methods will always be different. But it's going to be the premise of I like helping people. I like to implement ideas. Uh, that is the main thing. Uh, I'll never feel like I'm chasing. I'll feel like I'm just continuing to hone in on on what I'm supposed to do. Um, and I think that also is to uh, borrow like a Gary Vee's thing is to like document uh, more than you create. Uh, stop trying to try to present yourself in a way that you know deep down is not your genuine self 
and uh, you'll see that people are going to really resonate that, that with more than this image of like how you're trying to like people think that your life is uh you know it's kind of like instead of trying to like look important to do the important things even if people don't know uh you know who, who you are for like years to be able to put your head down and understand that you know if you're doing something that is worth doing eventually the byproduct of that will probably be money fame and all these things but you're going to make it work if you're just having faith that it's something that is worth doing uh like the money the fame all that will come but um you're only going to do it if you if, if you really commit to the idea that this is something worth doing and uh yeah going back full circle to purpose um which you don't find you i think you uncover with every experience you know it's kind of chips away like a big block of like marble like use every every adversity every time you get hit in the face you know like it just chips away things that you don't need and then you really form the person that you were meant to be that was already there in that marble block but you just get to you know get punched in the face a couple of times full file in your face a couple of times and you know figure it out um but yeah that's how i see purpose powerful well dude thanks for this, the podcast absolutely wonderful conversation as always let the people know where they can find you what what you yeah. have going on what projects um you know social medias websites all that good stuff yeah, so uh, Instagram is Dan Borgia. And, um, you know, pretty soon uh, you can also follow me on my podcast, Dynamic Mind, um, particularly the solopreneur uh, space. So people that are a business of one, uh, giving them tools for automation and how to, you know, be effective with their time if they're only one person. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, on YouTube, uh, it's going to be also the same um but the podcast is going to be more of what we were doing kind of being a little bit more mystical about things but yeah so instagram is dan borgia and then uh, danborgia.com as well fantastic man dan a pleasure as always um, as well have a wonderful day cheers everybody thanks for listening see ya